0: Or even think now as we call upon your name, Jesus. And we appreciate Lord the way that you have blessed your people. We ask that thou continue to pour out your spirit upon this service, pour out your spirit upon the choir as they would sing. Bless the preaching of thy word, Father. Then we pray your blessings upon this congregation, Lord Jesus. We love and appreciate the family of God. And we're glad to be a part of that great big family, Lord. We're asking that Thou would unite us and bind us together, Lord, and help America, Jesus. Uh, help our president and all of our leaders at this time, Father, and, uh, that they would truly call upon Thee. We pray Your touch upon those that need Your physical touches. we mentioned uh, this today, Father. We pray you comfort those, uh, Lord, that lost loved ones, uh, minister into their hearts as only You can, with Thy great big, uh, arms of love, uh, put them around them, we pray, Jesus, uh, we're Trusting in thee to lead, God, and direct us individually and collectively, Father, to higher grounds, Lord. Help us to press on, Jesus, uh, to continue, Lord, uh, to strive to enter into the kingdom of God. Uh, Lord, we're trusting in thee for victory. Uh, every unspoken request, we commit it into your hands uh, and believe you, Lord Jesus, to answer prayer, uh, to uh, truly help us to bear one another's burdens uh, and love one another. Uh, we pray in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you, Brother Anderson. And while we're still in the, in the mood for prayer, uh, I received a call this afternoon from Sister Donna Bennett uh, in regards to Ruth Roseberry, uh, who is at Eskenazi Hospital, has been there, I believe, for like eight days or so, and she is suffering with a uh, with type of cancer. And she has asked that, that we pray for her tonight. She has asked that Sister Donna be anointed to her stand. So I'm going to ask Sister Bennett if she would come forward, please, and some of the ladies that would like to gather around Sister Bennett tonight, because we know that there's power in prayer. Amen. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. And we're going to anoint. We're going to anoint uh, Sister Bennett tonight on behalf of Sister uh, Ruth Roseberry. I'm going to ask Brother Harris, if he would please do us the favor of anointing tonight with oil. And uh, we'd like everybody to join in tonight that, that can.
2: And uh, we will have this special prayer tonight. Our sweet Father in heaven, we are so glad that you are here. And you tell us, dear Lord, to gather together. He said, Lord, for the elders to gather together, lay it on their hands, and you'd be there, and you'd answer prayer. And the prayer of faith save and heal the sick. Your will be done tonight, dear Jesus. We ask you, Lord, to take this need, this deep, deep need that we have, and we're bringing it to the throne. We're laying it before the cross tonight. We ask, Lord, that you take and, and bless uh, Sister Bennett on this behalf, and, Lord, we anoint her with your oil.
1: House apartment just around the corner here on, on Churchman, 30, uh, 333 East Churchman Place, apartment number 105, and that is tomorrow at 7.15. Friday evening at 6.30, we will be hosting uh, another volleyball and basketball game at the gym. At, uh, at 6.30, there will be concessions and a lot of good food, so please come and join us. Saturday, January the 18th, beginning at one o'clock, going to 3.30 p.m., Sisters of Strength Pop-Up will be meeting also at the gym across the parking lot there at the school. January the 25th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Indy South Train Show, electric train show there in the gym, and uh, there will be a vision of $4 and 14 and under are admitted free with an adult. Concessions will be available. And then another announcement coming soon. This spring there will be a ladies' Bible study. Dates are not yet determined, but it will be announced. Bible study will be five weeks, and we'll focus on gratitude. And so all of, uh, all of the ladies are invited, and uh, we will be having more information about that Bible study in very soon. So those are the announcements for tonight, and the ushers are coming at this time. to so Take up the evening tithes and offerings. Remember also, Wednesday night, service here at 7.30. Amen. Brother Paul, could you lead us some prayer with us? Father, thank you for this great day. You've given us. Thank in your house.
2: good message here in just a minute before he does uh lee and jill are going to come and sing for us and it's a duet and then brother thomas will bring the message and i just uh i just want to tell you i've enjoyed worshiping with you today and the lord's been here and bless us and mind lord and do what he have you to do amen amen, amen.
3: Well, just one second real, uh, real fast. This song that we're singing tonight goes about 85 miles an hour. Um, so, um, but it has a good message. Um, the, the chorus of this song, if I can actually find the chorus of this song myself. Um, the, the song is, I Believe It All. Um, the, the chorus is, I believe that Jesus' blood has washed away my sin. I believe the Spirit keeps and guides me from within. Oh, I believe this, my soul is safe and when I hear the call. I'll rise to live beyond the grave. Yes, I believe it all. And I'm thankful that tonight I believe it all. I'm glad that God saved me. I'm glad that God sanctified me. And I'm glad that one day myself and all of us can go and see him someday.
1: Thank you brother and sister <clears throat> for that beautiful special this evening, and to the choir for the beautiful song this evening also. I was thinking just a couple minutes ago, if, if you would like to have a, a quick message tonight, I will have Michael to play that song again, and I will preach to the beat. That song. You may get out of real quick, but I'm not going to do that. much time into this, <laughs> into this sermon tonight to, to, have, to have just something go by so quick. Yeah. But I uh, want to thank you for being here tonight, a good crowd, Sunday night. Welcome to everyone, Sister Huff. Good to see you tonight, different ones that uh, we may have not seen for a while. Thank you for coming tonight. Thank you for being with us. Amen. The message that I, that I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart for tonight is not a normal Sunday Evening message it's found in the book of st. Luke chapter 13 Verses 24 through 30 It has to do with one of the parables that Jesus used in his ministry He's the one that spoke this parable. He's the one that talked about it. He's the one that stressed it He's the one that put it out And I'm going to try to do something with it tonight Saint Luke chapter 13 verses 24 through 30 The scripture says tonight and these are the words of Jesus Strive to enter in at the straight gate For many I say unto you will seek to enter in and shall not be able When once the master of the house is risen up and has shut to the door And he began to stand without and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us, and he shall answer and say unto you, I know you not whence ye are. Then shall you begin to say, We have eaten and drunk in thy presence, and thou hast taught in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not whence ye are. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth, when ye shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves thrust out. And they shall come from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south, and shall sit down in the kingdom of God. And behold, there are last, which shall be first, and there are first, which shall be last." Brother Jocelyn, would you do us the favor and say a prayer for us this evening? Father, well, we thank you for the reading of the word and thank you for this time together. This- for just a few moments tonight on the topic or the subject, the shut door. This parable that I have read tonight speaks of opportunities that come our way today but are gone tomorrow. Jesus warns that someday the door to heaven will be shut. In Noah's time in the Old Testament, in the book of Genesis chapter six and verse three, the word tells us that the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. In Noah's time, God gave men the opportunity to be saved, but they rejected that opportunity. It tells us tonight also in in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 2, it tells us that today is the day of salvation, for he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We have no guarantee of what tomorrow will bring. We have no guarantee whatsoever. We have no way to know what is going to happen. We had a little incident that took place today when Rita and I left church on home this morning, well, this afternoon, a little incident that I I did not dream was going to happen. We was driving down Emerson, as we get getting ready to leave out of the parking lot, our vehicle began to run rough. We got out on Emerson, we went up to Churchman, turned right on Churchman, and after we had just turned a little distance off of of Emerson on Churchman, our vehicle started losing power. And we ended up stopping right in front of Beach Grove Police Department. (laughs) That was not a bad idea. (laughs) Um, In fact, while while we were sitting there, a truck drove up and pulled up in the parking lot at the the police department and this, this young Hispanic gentleman with his daughter got out of the truck and walked over and had pity on a poor old man that had the hood up on his vehicle. He said, I know somewhat about, about mechanics. He said, maybe I can help you out. I said, oh, I sure hope you can. I turned the key on and the motor began to rattle. and never did start, but he told me. He said, nope. He said, I can't do anything for that movie. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I was going to call my mechanic tomorrow and have him to check it because just a couple of days ago my check the engine light came on. And we sat there at the stoplight a couple days ago and you could feel it kind of lurching. <clears throat> I told my wife, I got to call the mechanic. Well, <clears throat> I haven't called him yet, but I'm calling him tomorrow. <laughs> There's no guarantee what's going to happen. You know, that's just a simple illustration tonight. But there are greater things that can take place tomorrow than even that. And none of us tonight have any idea absolutely what we will face tomorrow. There is no way, no way to know. I wish I could tell you tonight, hey, tomorrow you're gonna go through this. You're gonna receive a blessing, you're gonna receive a knock in life, you're gonna receive a thousand dollar check, and then somebody's going to come around and knock in the head and take it away from you. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could tell things like that, but I cannot do it. I have no idea, and neither do you, what tomorrow holds for you and I. Amen. We have no guarantee of what tomorrow will bring. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 1, it just simply says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Just remember that. There's a song that has been sung for many years and and it just simply says one day at a time. You see, that's the way we can live is one day at a time. We can't can't take it two days from now and live like that's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we make plans. We make plans for vacation. We make plans for trips. We make plans for for different things, but we do not know if we will be able to see those things come to pass because we have no guarantee of tomorrow whatsoever. The prophets exhort us to seek the Lord while he may be found. Isaiah 55, 6. A very familiar verse of scripture tonight. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he Let me just fill you in with a little secret tonight. God is here with us tonight. He is here right now. He is here right now. You can can feel his presence during the singing. You can feel his presence during the prayer. And I hope that we can feel his presence right now. But the prophet told us that. He said, boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. And then then uh, that was Proverbs. And then it says in, in Isaiah, Seek you, Lord, while he may be found. Call upon his name while he is near. Yeah. There are three things that I would like to mention tonight to you with a few sub points. And the first one is the way. Verse 24 starts out tonight in the scripture. And it says, Strive to enter in at the straight gate. Amen. Strive to enter in at the straight gate. Note the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. He says once again, this is him speaking, he says, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go there, go in thereat." Verse 14, Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. What a contrast tonight. What a contrast. It said that the, 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 the one way is, is is wide. It's a very, very, very big way. And it talks to us tonight about that. It says, wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go therein, but yet there's another gate, narrows the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be few there be. You there be that fine gift. I'm thankful tonight because I know the right way.
4: I'm
1: thankful tonight that I chose that right way as a child. I'm thankful tonight that although the years have passed by, and I'm not telling you how many. All these years that have passed by, and even to right now, I have chosen to take this narrow, narrow, narrow way. And let me tell you tonight that whoever takes this way will never regret it. It is something that you will be happy for all of your life. But that's what we're talking about tonight. The way, the the way, strive to enter in at the straight gate. I gave you the words of Jesus tonight, Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. And there's a promise tonight, a promise tonight that we also find in the book of St. John, chapter 14, verses 1, 2, and 3 where it tells us that God is preparing a place for us. It tells us tonight, let not your heart be troubled, ye believe in God, believe also in me. If my Father's house are many mansions, if it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. I say thank the Lord. I say, thank the Lord, because he's preparing a place for you tonight. He's preparing a place for me. He's preparing a place for all of us collectively tonight. And when he prepares us a place and promises something, he will not turn back on his promises. He is fulfilling his promise right now. The promise that he is preparing a place for us. And the reason that we know that that is true is because John 3.16 tells us that that God wants nobody to perish but he wants everyone to come to to have eternal life and yeah, we can have that with him there's a pathway John chapter 14 verse 6 it tells us tonight that Jesus is is the way he's the one tonight that is making all of this possible for us it says that he is the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the Father, but by me. Amen. He is the way. He is the life. He is everything that we need tonight Amen. in this life. Amen. The Bible tells us that there is a way that seems right, but that the end is death. Mm-hmm. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12 it said, "There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death it talks to us about the people those who have their names in the lamb's book of life Revelation chapter 20 and verse 15 it said there is a way which seemeth i'm sorry and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire Well, I'm glad tonight that we can have our names written in the book of life. Thank the Lord. Our names are written there in that book. John chapter 3, verses 1 through 8 tells us a familiar story. There was a rich man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. Without doubt you'll remember the story night if he was a ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said unto him, He said, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. And Jesus answered him and said, Verily, verily I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Yeah. And Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God.
4: Amen.
1: Because that which is born of the flesh is flesh, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Amen. Marvel not that I say unto thee, he must be born again. The wind bloweth whether it listeth, and thou, bear, thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the spirit. So tonight we've just briefly touched on a promise, on on a pathway, on on the people. Talking about the way. But I'd like to talk to you tonight too about the wrong. It talks to us tonight in verses 25 and 26 of of our scripture. It says, when once the master of the house has risen up and has shut to the door, and you begin to stand without and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us, and he shall answer and say unto you, I know you not whence ye are. Then shall you begin to say, we have eaten and drunk in thy presence, and thou hast taught in our streets. The people that we find in the scripture were people that were religious, but that were are not righteous. Amen. And you see, there's a difference. Yeah. Anybody can be religious. Yeah. I know of a lot of good people today. Did I personally know there are people that you personally know also tonight, that are good people, they are religious people, but they are not righteous people. Amen. There's a lot of good people out there that are religious, but these people were, were religious, but not righteous. Yeah. Like one person said, Religion is man's way. Righteousness is God's way. In other words, there's a formality without faith. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 21, 22, and 23, it says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. I believe that's kind of self-exclamatory tonight. Mm -hmm. not just because a person says, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven not just a person that is religious is going to enter into heaven. it says not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Amen. Yeah. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works, and then will I profess unto them, and this is Jesus speaking, it says, and then, I, will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that worketh iniquity. Mm-hmm. You see, this is a very solemn subject tonight. Mm-hmm. It's very solemn. It's something that has to do with each and, each and every one of us tonight. Mm-hmm. You see, the, the thing about it is, I would say probably the majority of us that are here in this church tonight are, are Christian people. But there's always that danger there's always that danger of backing up. There's always that danger of going the opposite direction. There's always that danger of goofing up, as some people would say. Well, what happened to you? You were such a good Christian? What happened? Well, I, I goofed up. And that's the way it happens sometimes. And I'm, I'm trying to trying to help us tonight see that this is a serious thing. A very solemn thing just think of the words of jesus here in these verses not everyone that saith unto me lord lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven the last verse says and then i will profess unto them i never knew you depart from me ye that work iniquity and this is something tonight that that we are seeing from god's god's own word mm-hmm. and it goes on tonight to say that one may have all the forms of christianity yet not be a child of God. Ephesians chapter two verses eight and nine. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, Amen. Amen. not of works, lest any man should boast. Amen. There was ritual without reality, Mark 7, 6. He answered and said unto them, well hath he said this prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, this people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart Amen. is far from me. Amen. The apostle Paul, the apostle Paul, knew the Lord in a personal way, and I'm thankful tonight that we know Him yeah. yes. in a personal way also. Amen. In Second Timothy, chapter. <laughs> 1 and verse 12. I like these words. It says, For the which cause I also suffer these things. And he said, Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Amen. He said, I've suffered a lot. I know I've suffered a lot. He said, But I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed. <laughs> Do you know tonight? Do you know tonight in whom you believe? Then he goes on to say tonight, he says, and then persuaded. I know, I know without a shadow of a doubt, I am persuaded. I know, he said that he, that God, is able to keep that which I have committed to him against that day. Amen. Praise his precious name tonight. That's a great verse. Yes. For the which cause I suffer all these things, nevertheless, I am not ashamed. Amen. To be in Christ is to know him in a personal way. These people had formality without faith, ritual without reality, and religion without righteousness. Titus chapter one, verse 16. It says, they profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient, and to every good work, reprobate. Their works prove that they We're not the children of God. When one is born again, he becomes a new person. Do you remember tonight how you were before you were saved? (laughs) I remember how I was. I was not a person that went into deep sin, but I was still a sinner. I didn't do a lot of things a lot of people did. But I was still a sinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk like a lot of people talked. But I was still a sinner. Amen. Yeah. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. It says, therefore. That when we come to Christ, we are not the same. We are not that same man, not that same woman, not that same young person, not that same child. But we are different because we are new creatures in Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, let me tell you something about tonight, folks. It's not something that we did. We can't become new creatures on our own. We have to have the help. We have to have the power. We have to have the blessing. We have to have the grace. We have to have the love. Amen. We have to have everything towards God that we need to have so that he can make us into a new creature. Amen. Amen. And we are new creatures tonight because he has changed us. Amen. We talked about the way, about the wrong. I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about the weeping. Verses 27 and 28. It says tonight, but he shall say, I tell you, I know you not, whence ye are. Depart from me, all ye workers of iniquity. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth when ye shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves thrust out. Mm -hmm. It talks to us tonight about something very, very sad. And that is a separation from God. Mm -hmm. It's one thing tonight to be separated from family. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to be separated from friends. But it's even worse. To even think about the possibility Mm
4: -hmm.
1: of being separated from the almighty God. There is nothing more serious about it, more serious than that tonight. I cannot think of anything more serious than being separated from God. Amen. Knowing that if I am separated from God, whether it be through my own stupidity or whatever the case may be, that I can be lost for all eternity. Mm-hmm. Right. That I will not spend eternity with God in heaven. And it's a very serious thing tonight the separation from God, but he shall say, I tell you, I know you not whence ye are. Depart from me, all ye workers of iniquity. The Bible talks to us tonight about the wicked being separated from the just. Matthew chapter 13, verse 49. So shall it be at the end of the world, the angel shall come forth and sever the wicked from among the just. It talks to us tonight about the the separation from the goats and the sheep. It tells us tonight, Matthew chapter 25, verse 32, it says, And before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. It talks to us tonight in the Bible, also in God's word, in Luke chapter 17 and verse 34, it talks to us about, about the Christian being separated from the sinner. It says, I tell you that in that night there shall be two men in one bed. One shall be taken and the other shall be left. It talks about two women at the, at the, at the mill. One will be taken and the other will be, will be left. I can't think of anything more serious than that tonight to be left. My human mind cannot really even fathom the seriousness of that mm-hmm. other than to allow me to know that if I separate myself from God's way that I can be lost
4: all
1: right. for all eternity. There's a sorrow that goes along with this in verse 28, the first part. It says, there shall be weeping and gnashing up to you. I don't know about you tonight, but I don't want to go there. <laughs> no, I don't want to go there. There's enough problems in this old world. There's enough problems in, in the state of Indiana. There's enough problems in Indianapolis. There's enough problems in my neighborhood and in your neighborhood. Who would want to go through this? Who would want to be lost? Who would want to go through this and spend eternity in such such an atmosphere where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth? God help us tonight. God help us tonight so that you and I can stay true to God so that we can do his will, so that we can live for him, so that we can keep that peace and that comfort and that love and that joy within our hearts and within our souls, within our minds, within our thoughts, within our ever-being tonight, to know that God is there with us and he will never leave us and he will never forsake us. We might leave him, we might forsake him, but he will never leave us and he will never forsake us. He will always be by our side no matter what we go through, no matter the disaster, no matter the terrifying moments, no matter the sorrow, no matter the pain, no matter whatever it may be tonight, God will always be with us and we will always have his presence by our side. Praise his precious name. There shall be winking and gnashing of teeth, the sorrow. There is tonight a reality of hell. I've heard people say, and perhaps you have too. Ha, there's no such place as hell. But then they'll tell you too that there's no such place as heaven. But there is a reality of hell tonight. Psalms chapter 9, verse 17 this is the wicked shall be turned into hell mm-hmm. and all the nations yeah. that forget God. Amen. I hate to ask the question tonight, but do you realize what's happening to our country?
4: Yes.
1: Yes. Do you realize where our country is going tonight? Mm-hmm. Do you realize tonight the severity of that? Mm-hmm. Do you realize tonight that, that over the past year there were more babies aborted than people killed on the streets and in the military do you realize tonight what is going on in in our back door tonight and it's getting worse and worse and worse all the time the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget god It talks to us about the residence of hell. Revelations chapter 21 and verse 8. I'm just about finished. And this is Jesus speaking once again. And he says, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have a part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. But in spite of all this tonight, there is redemption from hell. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God tonight, there is redemption from hell. Second Peter chapter three and verse nine. It tells us the Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness. And then it goes on to say, "But is long suffering to us for you?" Yes, <laughs> Just think tonight of the suffering, the long suffering that God is towards you and towards me. Yes. And I ask the question tonight: Do we deserve it? No way. No way. Mm-hmm. No way that, do, we, do we deserve the long suffering of Jesus? We do not deserve to deny, but it says the Lord is not slack concerning this promise of some men, count slackness, <clears throat> but is long-suffering to us worthy. And then it says in the final two parts of this verse, it says, not willing, not willing that any should perish. That means you and that means me. That means all of us tonight. That means our neighborhood. That means our city. That means our state. That means our country. That means the world tonight. It says they're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. We praise his precious name once again. That is our God. That is our God that we serve tonight. He is not willing that any should perish, but that all come to repentance. All be saved. It doesn't matter the race tonight. It doesn't matter the color of skin. It doesn't matter the language. It doesn't matter whether we have hair or whether we don't. It doesn't matter how tall or how short or how fat or how skinny we are. It doesn't matter anything about that tonight. What matters is that he is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repent. And that includes every one of us that are here under this church roof tonight. That includes you, and that includes me, and that includes our family members. That includes everyone in the world tonight. Just think of it. That includes everyone. Redemption from hell is at hand. Praise the Lord. My final remarks. The door to heaven is now open. Tomorrow, it could be closed. The door to heaven is now open. Tomorrow, it could be closed. Another solemn thought. Those who hear God's voice but harden their hearts will be destroyed. Don't depend on a religious experience. Don't depend... On trying to get to heaven just being a religious person, but let God have his way Amen. with you. Yeah. Amen. That's the most important thing to life, let God have his way with you. Isn't there a song, something about that? Could you all please come? I, I didn't get with you before church, but thank you for your availability. I'd like for them to sing, sing this song. I'm not sure which one it is, but I want (laughs) to sing it. While they're coming and while they sing for us tonight, let's just just pause to meditate for just a few minutes tonight. I don't know if anybody's in there. I'm already finished and I didn't have Michael to play that fast song. But it's good sometimes to just dwell in the presence of God. And allow him to do something in our hearts.
5: Would you live for Jesus and be always pure and
1: Need and you'd like to come down to the altar to pray about it. I'd I'd like to just invite you to do so. If you do, it's it's in no way saying that you're not a Christian because you see, Christians need help too. We need help too from time to time. We need to call upon God, we need to cry out to Him and say, Lord, I have this situation, I need your help, I need it right now, Lord. There's nothing wrong with that. He tells us, call upon my name. He wants us to call out to him day and night. He never sleeps, he never goes on vacation. He's always there for us. And he wants us to call upon him and present our needs to him. If there would be somebody that would like to come and pray for you minutes, please feel free to do so. I'm not, I'm not going to put pressure on him, I'm not going to beg you tonight. God knows your heart and you know your heart. But if you would happen to have a special need tonight, I just invite you to come down and while the sing another verse, please. Good. Prayer tonight, remember the service uh, Wednesday night at 7:30, Brother Powell.